pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, with the Pirates. All right, let's uh, switch gears here. Talk a little high school athletics, uh, not just high school football, but you know, fall athletics uh, as a whole. Um, and, and I'm excited to bring on our next guest. He's the athletic director uh, for Centerville, Rob Demet. He joins us live, uh, Mr. Demet. Welcome in, sir. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, and I, ple- I appreciate you being patient through a little opening there. So uh, let's hit the ground running a little bit. Look, right now I know these are challenging times for everybody, and some of these are very simple, basic, boring questions, but just how challenging has it been uh, preparing for what we all hope is an upcoming fall athletic season, not just for football but all sports? Sure. it's it's uh, Challenging is a good word for it, um, but I will tell you that it's, the coaches and trainers and athletes are really – uh, the ones that have been kind of there on the on on the, the forefront of all this and and all the things that they are doing um, that obviously they've never had to do before and all the adjustments they've had to make and coaches are doing what coaches always do and that is just just making adjustments and I couldn't be more proud of of everything that they're doing to make sure that we provide the safest possible environment. It's been a it's it's been. Uh, obviously different, but uh, it's been awesome to see our kids back on campus, to see them training, and uh, e- even though things are obviously a little different, it's, it's been it's been just it's been an incredible uh, experience considering what we had to go through there in the spring. Now, you guys have already experienced a student-athlete testing positive for the virus, and that's a scary situation. We haven't had too many student-athletes in the area, or at least stories that have come out about it. But uh, you've, you, your programs have already experienced that. What was that like? And, and, again, no one wants to have this happen to any of their student-athletes, but at least you guys have a plan in place. What is that plan, and what is that plan moving forward for when this happens and if this happens? Sure, that's a great question. Um, when our When our athletes coaches and trainers show up for a training session you know the first thing they have to do is go through the sanitizing station and then uh, they have to register using a qr code uh, into a document where they answer the the questions that that everyone answers about the symptoms with respect to covid and that's the tricky part um here is is we've we've had four total um we've had over fourteen thousand five hundred um registration for our training sessions those aren't unique because the kids register every time but that's a lot of folks coming through uh training and 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 we've had four and in all cases they've been asymptomatic so because these you know obviously the kids uh, for the most part the way that they react to this is a little different than than those in the in the at-risk population but the bottom line is uh, when when that occurs, um, when we find out, um, this document is really our what we use for tracing. So we we can see everyone that's there. We can see you know what time everyone and so and that's that's basically what we do from that point forward. Obviously, the the athlete that that has um, COVID, um, you know, they're we know what they're going to do. They're they're going to obviously uh, be um, sheltered for for a couple weeks. Uh, seek medical advice from from their physician, uh, but for everyone else that was training with them, uh, we go through. We, we talk to every one of the parents individually. 
many of the parents will choose to go get their son or daughter tested, uh, and many will just choose to go ahead and, and do the two-week um, kind of sit sit in place and make sure uh, that, 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 that they do not have symptoms. And, and we have been blessed that in, in all, all of our cases, you know, we've been able to make it through, and, and, and all those teams are now uh, back in training. And, uh, you know, just like with anything, once you experience it, you get better at handling it and you, and you learn from it. And uh, we've had the opportunity to do that, obviously. Centerville Elks Athletic Director Rob DeMent with us here on the Justin Kinner Show with Kev Nash on 1410 ESPN Radio. Uh, Mr. DeMent, you mentioned, uh, you know, parents, and I'm curious, what are some of the, what are the, some of the more common questions or concerns that you are hearing from parents, and do you feel that you have the parents' support here? Because this could be a scary thing where, you know, you want to provide athletics for the student-athletes, and the student-athletes want to play. Some do, some maybe don't. But uh, are you, do you feel at any point that you're caught between a rock and a hard place when it comes to trying to appease all sides? Do you feel like you have the support of your parents uh, within your student-athletes within Centerville uh, to be able to move forward with sports? I do. I, I feel pretty confident in that area. We, we have great parental support. Um, I've been very um, happy with it because there's, there's the two sides to this. Obviously, um, you know, HIPAA, plays a huge role in, in what information can be shared and what, what we are allowed to, what information we're allowed to get uh, from our parents. And, and one of the areas that, that helps us be efficient in this is for parents to be able to come forward and share information with us. And I couldn't be happier with that part of it from our parents. I think, I think they realize that, that we have to work together to make sure we keep everybody safe. Um, I would say that, that, you know, I think we're all in the same boat. We ju- we just want to provide the safest possible uh, environment that we can. Understanding that that kids are, uh, you know, handle this for the most part. Obviously, we we don't want to be that one that has a child that doesn't handle it appropriately. But but as we are working through this, the kids seem to handle it um, differently than than that at risk group. And that's I think that's the hard part. Is we're all pretty much living our lives here, coming to work being around people, their training. And so we have to make sure that we keep ourselves uh, separated from anyone that's, that's in that risk group uh, because asymptomatic folks, as you know, we'll, they're walking around not knowing they have it. So I think that's the part that's, that's hard to manage is trying to get these kids to understand that, you know, you have to make sure you, you take precautions when you, when you are around people that, that are in that 2%, 3% that, that, certainly cannot get this disease, this virus. Mr. DeMent, have you had a chance to look at the Ohio High School Coaches Association's recommend, recommendations for the fall? I sure have. What's your thoughts on it? Well, first of all, <laughs> those guys spent a lot of time uh, on that document. It's There's a lot of detail well in there, actually. <laughs> yeah, Some it, good it, night it, reading right there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is... Uh, a lot of great recommendations. I think it covers pretty much every aspect that, that you can think of. Um, you know, some of the recommendations, obviously, you know, there's some things in there that, that it, you can't, there's just not a one-size-fit-all for this thing. So I know in some areas there may be some, some things where the recommendations might not be followed, but it is certainly a great guideline, no doubt about it. 
Now, with that being said, of course, you know, when we talk about fall athletics, high school football, uh, the, the, the most popular one out there. And when you think about August 1st coming up around the corner, you already have your student athletes out training and, and everything along those lines. Uh, what about, you know, let's say we're fortunate enough to get to kick off the start of the season. What will home games look like for you guys? What are some of the things you're doing behind the scenes to prepare for that? Are we talking limited capacity, full capacity? What are some of the things you and your team are talking about? Absolutely. We are definitely not planning on full capacity. Uh, we're, we're at most uh, planning on a 50%. It could even be less than that. So we are preparing our facilities to be able to um, uh, function in that capacity. Also, you know, ticket sales and, and getting everything ready so that all of that is, is ready to go. Uh, we are certainly not expecting any more than 50% of any of our events, whether it's volleyball, soccer, football. Uh, that would be our max capacity that, that we would operate at, most definitely. Last thing, and we'll, and we'll let you go. We appreciate you spending time with us. Rob Demand, Athletic Director for the Centerville Elks, good enough to spend some time with us here this afternoon. Um, the OHSAA announced uh, last week that it is going to be up to each school district to decide on whether or not to play. Uh, some criticized, including myself, that the, the optics to me were that, man, they're just kind of throwing every school out there and you know leaving them to dry. You know, you're, They're making you guys make the tough decisions. Uh, am I wrong in thinking that? Is that, you know, how, how from, from an athletic director's standpoint, how do you view that announcement from the OHSAA? And maybe explain exactly what is their role with you guys? What is the relationship between the OHSAA and your operational day-to-day with Centerville and, and compared to other athletic directors in the area? Sure. I, I think it's safe to say that the, the OHSAA has put together a, a return-to-play um, policy for all sports here in the fall. I, I think they've... I think they may have submitted that to the governor's office, um, and I think they're awaiting uh, some ruling on that uh, just to see what kind of guidance they get there. And I think, I think you're right. I think, it, you know, <laughs> this is obviously not something that anyone has had to deal with, and, and I think some folks are, are, are a little leery to make that final decision, but at, at some point we need someone to make this decision so we, we know what we're doing. Um, I from our perspective, we, we feel that on August 1, we're going to start uh, all of our sports, and we're hoping by August 1, uh, the governor's office, along with the OHSA, have worked together because we obviously still have quite a few sports that have not been released uh, to compete against other sports. They're considering them the contact sports that cannot, they can, we can only compete against each other, you know, football, soccer, um, in the fall, uh, cross country, none, none of those sports have been released to compete against anyone else yet. So we're hoping sometime here, right before the August 1st time frame, that someone will at least step up and let us know where we're at. But we're, we're hopeful that we're headed down uh, a good direction, to be honest with you. Well, good. And I don't want to spin that to a negative question to send you out. This will be the last question for real this time. Uh, but we know that there is a business aspect to, uh, you know, sports. I mean, that's what allows, you know, the funding to be able to put, you know, these sports on. I'm curious just how drastic would it be if there is no high school football season in 2020 from a business standpoint? What does that do to a high school like yours? That's a that's that's a really, really good question. Um, it would be uh, we we receive uh, a lot of our income obviously comes from football um, mm-hmm. we, we have some other sports that obviously generate a good amount of of revenue as well and we are we are generally a self you know we usually are able to to pay things uh, through our ticket sales and and pass sales and and obviously having gate no matter what the gate's going to be down so it's so there's going to have to be some adjustments there but 
that that is incumbent upon me to try to cut back on spending in other areas. The bottom line is we're going to do whatever we need to do to provide the best experience for our kids. So uh, my least worry is, is my bottom line if we can get our kids out there and give them a chance to have this experience. Well, sounds good. We're all pulling uh, for there to be a high school football season, volleyball, all fall sports, all sports in every season. Uh, we know how much athletics means uh, to the communities, but also hoping that uh, we can also get that in, in a safe environment. And I know you and your team are doing a fantastic job making sure that that happens as well. I don't envy the job, uh, the position you're in, uh, but you do a fantastic job. And thank you so much uh, for opening up with us today. Well, I appreciate that. appreciate you having me and appreciate everything that you do uh, for local sports. All right. Thanks so much. Take care, yeah. sir. Bye-bye. All right. That was Rob DeMent, the athletic director uh, for Centerville. And uh, I wanted, you know, we talk so much about, well, high schools need to do this or what about this? I forgot to ask about testing. That's the one thing I had meant to, to ask. I, as I'm hanging up, I'm like, no. Um, I, I think that a lot of times we have a perception of what's going on behind the scenes and we just think that everyone's sitting on their hands just waiting for for them to be told what to do. But they're you know, I appreciate the job that they're doing as well. Kind of talking with him earlier today and just, you know, what he said in that interview there. Um, you know, there's a lot of waiting and seeing, you know, mm. as far as that's concerned. But uh, it sounds like there are a lot of plans in place. That's a, that's a high school program that has had a player test positive already uh, at the freshman level. Um, but at the same time, it's one of those where they've already had to put some of those plans in place. It's one thing to, to think you're prepared for what happens if a player tests positive. They've already had to put some of those plans in place. Um, and it'll be interesting to see not just with Centerville, but all of our local high school teams and how they kind of continue to run moving forward. You know, they're under a lot of pressure, you know. This has never happened before. This is a whole new animal that everybody's dealing with. So you got to really commend the coaches and everybody involved that, that's going to continue to try to make this season happen. And, you know, the parents want the kids to play. You know who wants to play the most? The kids want to play the most. And everybody's trying to do their best to make sure a season does happen. Hopefully it does happen. All right, Justin Kenner, Kev Nash with you here on 1410 ESPN Radio. If you missed the interview with the local athletic director for Centerville, uh, Centerville athletic director Rob DeMent, we will have that interview up on the website at wingam.com coming up here shortly. You can also subscribe and download the Justin Kenner Show podcast uh, where everything will be sent to your phone the second that those segments are done. So make sure you're taking advantage of that. Download and subscribe the Justin Kenner Show podcast in your Apple iTunes and Google Play Store. More of the Justin Kenner Show. ESPN 